There we go. Right. Testing. Oh, is it te- just testing time? or No, I mean, we're live. Oh, well, that's wonderful. So, Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> yeah, this is the go. MSG Podcast, and we're your hosts, uh, Trey. And, and David. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> there we go. Ugh, okay. Um, it's, it's been a wonderful time. I hope you all have all recovered from that last uh, two-hour episode. That was quite a long one. was amazing. Don't even. No, it was wonderful. That was a great I'm right episode. right there with you. But, but still, it's kind of a long slog yeah. for somebody listening. We're definitely boring. <laughs> I wouldn't quite say that. I think that one was kind of exciting. That might have been There was exciting. a lot to talk about and a lot to Very cover. Very much. I'm, just, I'm looking at this ginger beer you brought. That's right. We, we, we got another thing to taste test that's slowly becoming our, uh, <laughs> our new thing to do. I don't even know. I brought uh, Bundaberg Australian ginger beer. Yeah. Made with real ginger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was something that uh, I've never had ginger beer. That's really actually, I don't. Is it like ginger? It, it's this is or, not as as gingery as some. Okay. Because um, normally I'm not a big fan of ginger beer, just because they they assault you on all sides with ginger taste. Like, well, that would make sense though. Because you know, like those little ginger chews or the stuff like that, where oh. you're them and it's just like you're gnawing on a ginger root. There you go. It's like that. That's not like this. Yeah. Amen. First time for everything. So right. so what we pull. Yeah, so it's it's from Australia, so they got these weird bottle tops, and that's okay. So you pull oh. it out, and then you go up, and then you keep pulling it in that direction, and it'll okay. Off. There it goes. Aha, uh-huh. that's cool. And these were a big part of my childhood and like growing up in Scouts. It's, it smells a lot like Sprite. Oh, it's, it's certainly not like Sprite. <laughs> got a tangy taste. It is kind of tangy. Now, tangy. The, the thing I like about these, it's like I like the taste. It's nice and it's light on the carbonation and everything. But the more you drink of it, the more you get like this nice warm glow in your chest. It's like it's, it's like a warming Maybe sensation. Maybe that's just for certain people. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's like it, it doesn't hit you on the first sip or even the second or so third. So, what, you got to get halfway through it? Yeah. Then it's got this nice warmth to it. I, I can't really describe it. It's not like alcohol. Don't worry, guys. This is non-alcoholic. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. Just plain old ginger beer. Unless, unless you consider yeast, which uh, mm. yeast that has not done its work is exactly non-alcoholic. Non-yeast, yeast. Anyways, yeah. So, do you have any uh, <laughs> any, any topics, topics dude? No. <laughs> we we wasted then them all. Nothing. We exhausted um, them. Other than like, I've seen the updates for like the the states. Oh, right, right. That's I guess it. we could do a little, um, little uh, update here at the beginning. Oh, yeah, you want to do an update? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Trump is ahead! <laughs> no, no, he's not. <laughs> he's got a long way to go if he's going to uh, catch up. They came out with Alaska and North Carolina, and it, uh, it was to Trump. But that's yeah. those are the only two that we those know of. kind of expected. Yeah. But that doesn't change anything. No, it doesn't. So, um, he... What do you know? Uh, you said something about um, Pennsylvania? Yeah, uh, he had yesterday. a Trump had a minor, and in some ways major victory, legally speaking, where they uh, they were forced to abandon a certain number of votes. Okay, um, I'm now blanking on the reasoning why. Because of dead people. Well, they're still or because of the computer kind of system error thingy. It was something like it was like they were either backdated or they didn't have a date on them or something. Uh, mm. I, I can't remember, but it was. Oh no! What what it was is no uh, signature. 
there was a, a certain number of mail-in ballots that they were requiring or allowing people to bring in an ID to, to verify it was them. Yeah. Um, for a much longer period of time than was legally allowed. Okay. And so they challenged it, and the, the judges were like, yeah, you're right, you're right. They can't actually bring it in for yeah. a month after the election. Because, yeah. shoot, yeah, they could you know, drudge up an ID for everybody if they wanted to Yeah. a month. You gotta go grave digging. <laughs> it's like I hate if if somebody's legal ballot got disposed of in that way, but at the same time, like you're supposed to do everything you can to verify your own identity first. Yeah, you shouldn't just throw it to the. How wind. do they do that? How do they do that for mail-in voting? Did you take a picture of your ID? I don't know because my one I didn't do it. I, yeah, I, I know guess. that a lot of it was Maybe just signature based, and they didn't have signatures yeah. to, to verify kinda... with. So they're just like, oh, any signature goes. Yeah, which again, that's kind of opens dumb, it up for problems. I would have assumed you would have taken a picture of your ID. I guess. If put they it would in there have, with that would have made a lot of sense. That would have, that would have made sense, yeah. but I don't know. But yeah. Don't do melon but <laughs> Well, that, that's the thing. Like They've never done this much or really any rampant mail-in ballots. They've done absentees for years, but yeah. not to the Well, it's because of the COVID stuff right. was, was the push for it. Of course. Um, um, and really, I think they, they kept the, the COVID panic... Uh, at ever at the forefront this entire time. Well, that was the so point. They were they pushing could, mail-in yeah. voting. Obviously, right. that was something they wanted. Uh, but yeah, they're kind of saying we need to go back in the lockdown. I know that's what um, the Biden crowd has been saying, but is, we're not there yet because one Biden's not even the. Uh, yeah, the, he's been called by the media. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Wake up! I completely forgot. I had my phone. Is that the uh, the podcast alarm? Yes, that, that's the podcast alarm. That's our new intro. Freaking. <laughs> uh, what were you saying? I don't remember. <laughs> that was so beautiful. It's only about Biden. Oh yeah, Biden's not Trump or oh, Biden's right, right. not president Since... yet. It's something. It's like he's not even the verified president-elect, even though everybody's calling him so. But, you know, let's say that he was a verified president-elect. He doesn't have any powers or any access to anything until January 20th. Yeah, 20th, 21st, something. When he gets inaugurated. Yeah. So uh, we're safe from that for a while. I still think Trump does have a chance of, of getting back in the White House. Yeah, that's... But if he doesn't, if, if Biden ends up taking it, then it, it will be sometime in January before we get um, yeah. the total shutdown of everybody and wrecking the economy even further. I just... I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a how, mess. I don't know. It's, I mean... I don't know. I just... I don't know how that hell... <laughs> people don't think about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you look at the, the Biden and the Obama economy... It was not great. It was, so they were already making some poor decisions. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, allowing these manufacturing companies to export all of their equipment and all of their uh, their labor, or exporting the, the equipment overseas so that they yeah. could get cheaper labor. Um, you know, they, they were very anti-fracking, anti-oil and, and natural fuels. Um, like coal. They, they didn't like coal. They want to take all of that away. Or yeah. Biden, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's sort of flipped his tune here lately, but if you go back and look at any of his prior debates, especially the Democratic debates while he was, you know, debating his peers in order to become the number one runner-up for the Democratic Party, yeah. he was very anti-fracking, yeah. uh, anti-oil. He, he's expressly stated multiple times that we will phase it out until there is no more 
uh, oil production or refinement in the United States. So now yeah. he's he's turned around and said, "Oh no, no, uh, we'll keep oil and fracking." But it's like you, it's either one or the other. Yeah. And if you affirm them both, it means that you lied, either now yeah. or before. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not like he doesn't have people who don't like him, anyways. Right. But you know, it's it's okay if you want a liar as your president. That's fine. That's it just means that he won't common. lie about all the other things he'll tell that's, you. That's common, though. Uh, you imagine how many people would lose their jobs <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, they are. Take away they oil are. And all that. Oh my Absolutely gosh. livid. Just, but you know, it's damn. it's it's funny to me that you know a lot of people are, or the, especially the media is glossing over all of that that absolute desperation and hatred for that ideal. Yeah, there's a, a uh, movement right now. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a bunch of truckers that ooh. have decided to walk off the job, at least temporarily, to show the country what it would be like without the oil industry in this country. And it's kind of like a trial run of what Biden's planning. And it, it's essentially, if you get rid of all the oil production and oil transfer and oil refinement in this country, there's you know thousands upon thousands of truck drivers that drive this stuff around to the different, uh, you know, yeah. the gas stations and to the refinement plants. Uh, you get rid of all those jobs because you shut down that entire industry. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it's... It's a smart thing that they're doing. I wish they would do it longer, but again, they've got to feed their families while they can. Yeah, it um, makes sense. Yeah. But somebody's got to do something. I don't know what yeah. you can do to make people wake up and go, these these decisions that you're claiming are great and what the, the average you know person in the city would think is a wonderful idea is not so great for everybody. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's a difficult thing to do, even as a president. Right, sort of like uh, Bernie's Bernie's socialist uh, education policies. Sounded wonderful on paper, and, and that's why he had all the kids and the the young college age people behind him. Yeah, it's great to get free education, free college, uh, except until you start thinking about who's going to pay for it. Yeah, and sure, the students won't pay for it until they start paying taxes, and then the tax burden's going to be immense. Yeah, and they'll probably whine and wail. But they got free college, so it's their turn to pay for it for the next generation. Yeah, that's... And it's only going to go up. <laughs> that was one of the scariest things. <laughs> I'm so glad he didn't get it, but Holy I don't think crap. Biden's going to be any better. Yeah. Um, no matter what, taxes are going to go up. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I keep saying Biden. I really should be saying uh, Kamala Harris. <laughs> because Either one Yeah. at this point. Harris, I think, is even more extreme than Biden. That's oh. why she was pushed off the stage very early in the Democratic debates. Yeah. Dude, did you go back? Do you see, like, um, once, um, it was, like, around the election or, like, right after everybody thought Biden won, the they started posting video clips from, like, the past, like, the past year or two years when, you know, when you were trying to figure out who was going to be the runner-up for the Democratic um, Party, and there were videos of, like, uh, what Kamara Harris was saying publicly about Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. she was just, she was dogging him. She was talking so happened. much trash about him. And, <laughs> and then she just threw it out the window when she got VP. I was like, nah, that's not how it works. They extended the olive branch, <laughs> and they buried the hatchet. That's not how it works. Like, that's, that's not how politics works at all. Uh, <laughs> and that's but, the thing that really worries me about people that look at that. And they might have seen all of that going on. And they're not wondering what changed. They just go, oh, they're, they're good friends again. Yeah, but it's like... Either you believe something or you don't. So you can't believe 
Joe Biden is racist. Wasn't and she calling him a pedophile or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it hurts. She was absolutely that. insulting him, and every, I think everything she was saying was right. Uh, yeah, because they they they'll break out all the stops. I mean, it's out there sniffing little kids when they're against <laughs> like, each other. Yeah. So, but you can't believe all of that stuff you said about Biden, and then yeah. also say, you know, he's my best friend, and I want to be his VP. You know, yeah. Like, sometimes you got to stand up for a principle, and if you really believed that he was on those things, you wouldn't come within ten feet of him. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's but, politicized. Yeah. It really is because she's sure, in. Yeah, or they, she'll they get offered in. her yeah. the vice presidency, and, and honestly, because she's a woman of color, that's the only reason you got you got picked. Yeah. Harris. That's the he, only he said reason. That's the only reason. Biden they said, would not pick a wanted, white woman. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Biden said he wanted a woman of color as his VP. That's, that's scary that someone would be chosen just for their skin color, not the veracity of their ideas. Or belief, yeah. It's just because they're a minor, a dual minority. Um, yeah. That's... That is so not how the system's supposed to be run. And but of course, I, they don't care. This is America. <laughs> Oh shoot! That, in a yeah. time when intersectionality in the uh, the colleges is really taking root, uh, I think that's going to become even more and more a uh, a problem for politics. Yeah, the yeah, they're going to completely change like the educational system. Well, I think they already. I mean, have. not that it isn't already not the best. If you I just go, think furthermore. Yeah. Should I say? If you go look at the college campuses as they are right now, uh, they're abhorrent they really are the the state of the majority of the students and again i, I hate using broad statements let's use every it. student fuck it <laughs> because you know broad statements cover a lot of people you yeah know, you can say all white people are racist well you can just say we know it's not everybody but right. for those people but it's like in general i think who you'll find especially on the more liberal campuses is just you know the whole the Me Too crowd and the, the SJWs and yeah. uh, the the hypersensitive people that, that they've never been exposed to a world in which they they have to defend themselves. They're they're busy yelling to yeah. either their their political powers uh, or campus protections or the the campus police to protect them from ideas, banning people that they don't agree with. Yeah, uh, and the the thing that's interesting is college campuses in most countries countries are a microcosm of what's going to happen in the, the full country within five years. So, like, take a look right now. In five years, the entire country is going to be like what those college campuses yeah, are Yeah, like. there are a lot of... And it's really bad right now. Yeah. So it's only going to get worse. Yeah. I mean, it's not much, like, we could do about it at no, this point. No, um, um but, Other than take the beating, I guess. Well, the the way you do but, it is you somehow have to get morals back on the menu. That's and not going to happen. It's it's not without some sort of revolution, and I'm not advocating a full on war. Let's go. I'm not advocating that, but at some point there will be a boiling point, and the there violence is a boiling point. What the violence mean? from that group. Well, it, it, I don't think it there has reached the point. When, like if we're just looking at college campuses, there's a hundred percent. you could just take college campuses as an idea. Maybe not every college campus, but like there's just tons of them where it's like if you don't if you don't believe in this idea, you get completely outnumbered, outcrowded, right. Right. outscreened. And that's where their power lies is in numbers. If you put them one on one with nobody to help them, and you just want to talk to them about these things, they can't handle it. They shut yeah. down. But when they've got ten, twelve people to your one, 
then yeah, they can shout you down, they can beat you up because obviously you, you know your ideas are violent, That's even violent. though you're just talking and you're not even raising your voice. But yeah. you need to be put down for your own good. Did you, did you see, ever see that that clip? There was that clip where they were some, I guess, like protesters or uh, college students outside of a building on campus, and they were holding up. Um, it was something about uh, like pro-choice, like a pro-choice. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call it, poster or yeah. billboard they were holding and some guy he has his buddy and he gets his buddy gets his like phone camera out and he goes and he stands next to her and he's he has one that says like pro-life <laughs> like uh these are babies yeah. and such and she just she like pulls it out of his hand and just starts screaming at him because <laughs> she looks over and she reads it and she takes it out and then she looks over again and she just gets completely pissed off right I was like well, yeah you know the only things that save people like steven crowder and some of those that uh they have the, you know, change my mind. Oh, yeah, when they go on stuff. campuses, that's awesome. It's because the right-of-ways and, and the walkways in, in college campuses are public property. Yeah. So the, and they, they the get staff permission. cannot remove. Yeah, a they, lot of they, times they do, they, but they you could set up permission. a whole yeah. thing out there. So long as you're not yeah. selling something, yeah. then you have a legal right to be there. So if they remove you from the, those premises, they're actually breaking the law. Yeah. Now, of course, if it's the security that's removing you, then... There's not much you can do about it unless you come back with like a, a signed, sealed yeah. affidavit or something. Yeah. Uh, written permission from a, a lawyer. Yeah. But it's like that's that's the only thing saving some of these people and actually giving them legal backing for being able to go on campuses. But yeah. Uh, like Ben Shapiro, a lot of the the more conservative, uh, you know, talk show hosts and, and speakers, they regularly get banned from campuses. Yeah. Because they're all safe spaces and. You know, microcosms of an ideal. I mean, it's, it's still interesting though. Like it to is watch interesting. A, like to watch a Ben Shapiro um, like speech at a college campus. Those are super cool. Yeah, if, if um, you can fast forward past all the the hatred and hate speech at the beginning, that's where people the fun are throwing of it, stuff dude. at him. That's 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 like the the juiciness of the video. It's always entertaining. It is, especially when those those people decide they're going to take him on one one v one on yeah. the panel. Yeah, that's just like. I don't know. There's a lot of like pride and hate, I guess, overconfidence, I guess. Well, it goes through them. The young people, especially at college campuses, are are dangerous in their thinking because as soon as they get a little bit of learning under their belt, they think they know everything. Yeah. You know, they read one book on the subject and all of a sudden they're an expert. Yeah. And that's why it's important, I think, to to have them debate people with differing opinions is to show them if if everything is fair and even and they're respectful about it. Is to show them how little they actually know. Yeah. College kids know virtually nothing. I mean, sure, you continue that on, you go to become a doctorate, and you continue your studies yeah. outside of school, then maybe you're on the path towards expertise. But yet you take a couple classes in, in a, you know, science or something. You're not a scientist. Yeah. You just happen to know a little bit about science. Man, that's just how it works, though. But there's something about the mind and pride and, and knowledge how if you get a little bit of it, you know, your ego starts inflating. And there's people that are very mindful of this, and they, they keep a very humble attitude about it. Yeah. And I think those are the most respectful people out there, that they go looking for more knowledge, not to inflate that ego some more, but to actually, you know, they recognize, I know nothing about this, yeah. and I want to know more. Yeah. Um, but the, you'll watch, those kids that go up there, they're very indignant you know, they'll they'll say, you know, why do you believe this? Not to get their answer and to think about it and to see how it fits. They they ask that question under the premise of I'm right, you're wrong, 
And when the person answers a different way, you know, than what they were thinking, they get mad about it. Yeah. It's like, that's not how you have true discourse. That's not how, like, they don't like actual being, thinking works. They don't works. like being called wrong. They right. don't like being embarrassed, so. But, but if I you just look yeah. at the statistics, you can't be right all the time. Yeah. And, you know, I agree with Jordan Peterson. I, 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 I shouldn't probably bring him up every episode, but, Hell yeah. uh, you know, he is very much against um, ideologies as a as a goal, essentially. Like, ideologues are people that look at an ideal and then, like, that that's what they base their entire realm of thinking around. So, as a broad statement, the left puts their ideal around the leftist ideological yeah, yeah. thing. You know, that's... They look towards that, they use it completely, but they don't... They don't Think outside of that realm. It's just everything must come out of that. Yeah. Uh, so it's like on topics of morality and something, they defer to the ideology instead of like their own moral compass. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I think a lot of the left and liberals would, would say that they have the moral superiority, but that would be something to look at on a case-by-case basis instead of yeah. just stating unequivocally that that is... <laughs> they're like we are the morally yeah, superior. Yeah, but if they take a look at the rest of it, they could prove themselves wrong. Right. And instead of changing their mind and saying that I it's disagree like, with that now, yeah. they don't want to do that. They say they say they're morally superior in every possible way and then they support abortion. And so you look at them and go, "Well, where's your moral standard?" Yeah. Well, they've they've for the most part abandoned biblical teaching. You've got lots on the left that that claim they're Christian or Catholic or you know, any of the my goodness, my phone keeps going off too. Uh, but the, they claim to have these religious ties, yeah, and yet they don't follow what the book teaches a lot of times. And so you're going, okay, so you have a moral system that's imposed by society, and then the morals of society were imposed by the Bible. So it's like a two-step removed yeah. system. Um, they would argue that morals are just inherently there. But they're not. They have yeah. to come from somewhere. You have to submit yourself to an authority that judges the morals. That's why yeah. Christianity has worked so long in this country. is because people submit themselves to the authority of God and his rules. Yeah. And that's how we judge everything else around us. But it's not like... I mean, you knew it wasn't going to last. Like in America, just oh, yeah. solely in America, you knew, you know... I think, I think without the advent of some of... The more recent technologies, it probably would have lasted longer. But the way the world works and the way, uh, you know, evil is always going to creep its way in and, and tear down what was built up, you know, it can't last forever. Yeah. We're, yeah. No, uh, we're no Roman Republic, and, and that was <laughs> a thousand years technically, but it split and broke up and, and was mangled so many times, it, I don't think it was really just one one entity. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just what we're living in now. Right. <laughs> well, like, America certainly is the most... It's like the dark times or something. <laughs> right now it is, yeah. America was the best experiment that ever, ever occurred in the way of yeah, I mean, it still people. is pretty good. I um, think so. I, I think it's the best currently. we've ever come up with. Yeah. As, as a people, because it started to go in a positive direction. And people will probably ask, well, like, how can you possibly say this? I mean, positive. we abolished slavery. Yeah. I don't know how people think of that people's... as a negative in any way. I was, I was like, 
because people well man, that in general I'm like, you're just stupid Why, it's <laughs> easy to look back in time and say that was terrible that was abhorrent when yeah. you're living in the time that's just how it worked yeah again i i agree slavery is terrible and abhorrent yeah but and it's like would you be you, if you were there would you be that one person to stand up against it and the right. odds are pretty slim they're very slim so it's like back to peterson again he, yeah. he was often talking about how i might have talked about this on the podcast but like if if you were in nazi germany chances are you would be a nazi probably yeah that because it's easy to look at nazi germany and say yeah, that was terrible what they yeah. did but if you lived there and grew up there and then you had hitler come in and his speeches were not inherently violent at least at the beginning it was a very steady yeah it was very motivational uh yeah. germany after their loss of the world war in world war one the great war, yeah. war um they were very crippled as a nation you know all of the yeah. nations pretty much ganged up on them and blamed them for world war one and so they were in a lot of debt uh their their national sense of identity was hurt uh and they were still going through the shock of having lost such a major war and then along comes hitler um and he starts you know poking things back into place that that you know germany once had so it's like national identity he started thrumming that up yeah um he used what is in leadership a very uh tried and true way of unifying a people which is create a common enemy and so he found that in the jews and christians and so he drummed up people and it was not just a one day everyone woke up and the yeah and it was all evil it was a gradual decline into evil yeah uh, there were mm -hmm. definitely several things that contributed to that like the um the first thing hitler did when he got into office was he defunded the police and let chaos ensue for a while then he had the, uh, I guess it was the, the brown shirts come in and restore order. But in so doing, the brown, shirt, short, uh, brown shirts were not like our police. Yeah. They were a militant organization, and he established um, Control. military rule. Yeah. And from then, you know, you didn't have someone you could call that you could trust to protect you. It was the government's way, or the highway. Yeah. And then, you know, he went about abolishing... Uh, protection for for firearms and, and weapons so, yeah. and the people couldn't defend themselves so it really was government's way yeah or the highway i mean i assume most of the reason why people join the nazis were either because they thought it was right because of like how hitler would speak and such or because maybe to keep their families safe i'm sure there was they a feared lot of for it so. because shoot the, the germans they would just go after their own people yeah during that time it's like if you didn't rigidly adhere to their ideal again the ideologies then you were you know subject to the same treatments as the jews they would just ship you off to a concentration camp yeah of course you know it, it really hit the fan after kristallnacht which was the night of broken glass when the brown shirts and the, the actual nazi party that had been established went through and captured all the jews and you know they called it that because of all the broken windows and things where they just ripped people out of their homes and, yeah um but yeah, that stuff doesn't happen overnight. So the people that say that can't happen here, you're not looking close enough. We're yeah. already declining. Yeah, I mean, we're already a, a split nation. Yeah. I, I mean, that's obvious. Um, and I don't even know if it's like a like a half and half on like they, one they side or the other. You, uh, they would make you think it's half and half by the election. Yeah. Again, you know, there's still some things to be sorted out there. Um, again, I don't think there's people that are that violent on either side i think there's there are some like the antifa and blm crowd on the the left and the the proud boys on the right proud supposedly boy. 
Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't think the vast majority of those sides are violent. Yeah, they just have a few people who can start it. Mm-hmm. So. And yeah, the whole mob mentality. Somebody starts it and they drum it up and it's it's going to become a very violent endeavor. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I'm th- you know what I'm thinking about? Yo, okay, so if Biden becomes president, are we going to have more riots at all? Or you think we're going to be chilled? At least in that standpoint. <laughs> I think those crowds will be empowered because they, you know, the Democrats have obviously chosen Black Lives Matter and Antifa as their allies. Yeah. Um, but if they say one thing against it, well, they're, they're going to be. I mean, you would you would start in a riot. Oh right, no. And if Biden I think that's says thing. one thing against it, I mean, it, he's going to start a riot somewhere. Yeah, because those groups be are unhinged. Yeah. They really are. They they don't really have an allegiance. But the Democrats have given them a, a pretty much like vote for us and we give you a free pass yeah. kind of thing. So I don't think the Democrats are going to speak against it because I think they're kind of afraid of them too. Yeah. But, I, mean, I saw in those riot, the videos of riots, the, the protesters and the rioters don't care what your allegiance is. They don't care if you voted for Biden or Trump. Yeah. They're just going to burn down your house. Yeah, I know. So, you know, don't the, to the people out there that did vote for Biden, like, I'm sorry. You're, you're going to get what you're, you're, it's coming to you. You're going to hunt Biden voters. <laughs> like, I don't think there's a lot I'm of already hunting us, dude. Yeah, but it's like. I'm sorry because when the riots do come, I'm sure they will at some point, your allegiance to Biden will not protect you. They won't protect yeah. your family. It wouldn't matter. Your, yeah, it would be more of like Black Lives Matter, mm. the Antifa stuff. Um, I'm hoping to God that we can have you know a nice long and full life without any widespread violence or panic, but it's, it's looking darker by the day. Have, there might be a conflict. Have in the, the riots future. increased or decreased since like... Since it started, what was that in like April? I don't remember. I think they have now. The the thing about it is is optics, right? So it's like I think they have increased, but, but they, they decreased only, public news of it. Yeah, so they only increased the the media coverage when it was expedient uh, expedient for political stuff. So they yeah. could point the cameras at them and go, "Look at what Trump is doing." Yeah, and you know he's stirring up all this stuff. But then you know when it wasn't expedient, they just shut the cameras down. Yeah, but there have been ongoing and non-ending protests and/or riots this entire time. Yeah, I mean, because it's definitely not expedient to the Democrats to continue rolling film on it because this whole time they've been singing the story of you know these are peaceful protests. It will look bad on them if yeah. it starts to continue to go publicly. Yeah, but and they're in office. They are in no way peaceful, even in the ones where they don't burn their way through a neighborhood. Just. The statements that the people are making, and they're instigating violence from the other side. Yeah. It's not just, you know, hey, we're, we're holding our signs on the side of the road, and we hope you look at them and maybe donate to our cause. It's on out, like, we're going to instigate violence, and when the other person gets mad enough or worried enough to lash out, then we're going to get them. Yeah, I don't know that idea. Like, they're trying to scare you into believing in the same thing as you, or to get in the... Well, it's, it's the same idea as you. Is that their idea? It's a great tactic. They're going to burn down your house and, and they won't stop burning it until you start marching with them. I don't know what their idea is. It's it's my it's the whole like. I mean, I understand it's hatred. Yeah, but it's still like they want total allegiance, sense. regardless of freedoms. You know, yeah. you either ally yourself with them, or you get hurt, or you get killed, or your stuff goes away, yeah. your family goes away. I mean, it's pretty much. Like the mobsters of the old time, you know. Yeah, yeah. But shoot, the, 
Have you seen any of the riots going on in uh, in D.C. after that MAGA rally? Recently, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, it was just you the, mean other the ones day. for. Uh, oh I, yeah, I know the. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, so after I knew. That I knew rally, there were parades for Trump, and they were saying like, you know, keep fighting the fight for voter fraud and such. But it it boiled my blood to see some of the stuff that was going on. It meant I mean, out there. It was. It's like were they attacking people? Yeah, straight down. Let's go fuck them up. Like I'm, see, I'm I'm somebody Let's that's saying like I don't provoke, I don't I don't promote, provoke violence. I don't want to promote it. I'm somebody if they come up to my front door and they're wanting to do some harm to me or my family or the property, I will fight back. Bro, but give I don't me a few wanna... shots of tequila. Put me in a, put me in front of them. It's like we're going. It's all it's all or nothing. It's like and if I was called upon, if there was a resistance that was coming up and there was a real and present danger of of destruction of the country, then sure I would fight. But I definitely. Especially for the optics' sake, because I'm I'm not against fighting for what I believe in. In fact, you know I would be a coward if I didn't fight. But I don't want to be like them, where they're out in people's faces and they're trying to provoke a fight. Yeah, because you know, like the Bible says, "Answer a fool according to his folly, and you'll be like him." Yeah. So it's like I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's, you want to do it nice wrong. and yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be like the hippies and go out and be love peace. You know, either when Smoke it's weed. Oh, yeah. when it is time to fight, when it's time to to put your yeah. teeth in, that's when you do it. Yeah, but just simmer down and be calm until then, because I think a lot of people they're they're putting themselves out there and they're they might be instigating some of it, or at least they're, they're you know the the liberals will point to it as an instigation. But we live in a dangerous time, and it's getting more and more dangerous, and we have to be prepared for what may happen Hope yeah nothing but i don't know you like you think we could actually go into like other like essentially like civil war split the nation in two i don't know i, feel like I think it could, it, could, it could happen it's happened to many other countries yeah uh look at france because <laughs> it's like look you know the, europe in general because we were talking yesterday at dinner you know about the um, like the, uh, Biden trying to take away your guns. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't going to sit well with that. No, they certainly aren't. Um, well, and I think I another know. reason why the, uh, the liberals, again, that's another overarching large uh, statement. Just a title. Yeah. In general, the liberals general. are wanting to defund the police because if you've, you've watched their attempts to take people's guns in the past, the police have come out and outright said, we're not going to enforce this because it is unconstitutional. Yeah. For the laws you passed are politicized, yeah. but we're not going to enforce them. So if they get rid of the police, they can come in with the military and enforce it. I mean, that's yeah. that's how they want it to be. They don't want yeah. any back talk. They don't want any uh, <laughs> any runarounds. They want get the guns crazy, when they want man. them. It's going to be so it's crazy. It's going to be really bad. And oh, again, man, it's going to be fun. Stuff goes slowly, and it, it's incremental. Yeah. Like with, with the Nazi state, you know, they will want assault weapons, so they'll classify something as assault weapons, which they have done, and they will want you to turn those in or register them or something, you yeah. know, buy them back. And then it'll be something else. They'll go, well, you don't need, you know, large capacity or or, um, or like shotguns that have more than one shell in it, so you got to turn in all pump shotguns or yeah. uh, lever-action shotguns, so you put all those in. 
And then uh, they go, well, you don't really need any rifles of any kind. I mean, you can hunt with a shotgun or maybe a single-shot rifle. So anything that, that has a clip at all, yeah, got to turn. So it, it's incremental. Yeah. And then by the time they get to the end of the, the road where they would be you know, doing some of these greater enforcements, nobody has anything that will shoot more than one. And if you do have one of those, you've had to sign so many pieces of paper and register so many times and pay high taxes on it. Yeah. It's like only a couple people have them. That's going to be so interesting, man. Yeah. I agree. Just to see how that actually turns out. It's like I, I have a morbid curiosity to see where it goes. But as a person that doesn't, you know, love violence, I would rather not. But at the same time, it's like so you're saying it's they, going that way. So I think we're going to see it, regardless yeah. of intent. We're going to see. Think, it. You think if they came to take your guns, what would you do? I I have an ongoing debate in my mind. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If they came today and said, "Turn over all your guns right now," well, there would be trouble. I think. I would grab my swords and be like, "That's right, nah, I'm good, <laughs> Take <homie."> these. <laughs> it's it's an interesting debate, and we could probably get into it some other time. But yeah, without some sort of legal backing, because you know they they have the red flag laws right now, where um, if somebody states that they think you are mentally unfit to own weapons then the ATF can come and take your weapons Yeah. right now. They don't even have to have a court order or anything. They can just come and take them. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if they might not use that as a loophole and just say anybody with guns obviously must be unhinged, therefore we'll go, just go take them. Well, I mean, most people with guns, and not all, but I would say most people, a majority of people who like support um, gun rights and such were also Trump supporters. Right. So then they would use that as a way of taking away your guns. It, Saying you're mentally unstable or whatever else, right? And they could do that if they if they become the uh, the political powerhouse, which I know they they can be and already are. Uh, and with the ba- backing of the media, who can tell you whatever you want to believe or whatever they want you to believe, um, yeah, they could convince a nation that all Trump supporters must have something wrong with them. Yeah. Therefore, it is our uh, our moral right to take the guns away from them, or else they will get violent and they'll try and stage a coup. Yeah. Because I've I've tried my best to keep eyes on what the uh, the left media is talking about and what they're saying through all this, and it's very scary to to turn on CNN and MSNBC and ABC and all of those, and not a one of them is acknowledging any of those election problems. They're just saying Trump is is trying to challenge democracy. Yeah. And he must be stopped at They're all saying, costs. you know, he lost fair and square. He needs to suck right. it up. Right. Which is not how it, it appears to me. They they certainly haven't done anything to leave all okay. So <laughs> now that we're me of that. we're a week out from last episode. Yeah. But they've already came out with certain states that they found certain amounts of voter right. fraud. So it's like it was but there. it may not be enough to, right. to you know, obviously switch the votes, obviously. And but if it turns out that that's not the key, you know, if it's not enough to flip it, sure, fine. That's yeah. that's great. Make sure it's done right. But, I mean, you have to assure the voting public that their vote actually counted and it wasn't stolen from them. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think the fair and open poli- uh, p- party over here, which is the Biden party, what they've claimed from the beginning, I think they would sh- or should be all in favor of a recount and audit and everything. They should they should really want honesty in the election. Yeah. But what I'm seeing right now is a media cover-up saying, 
there was obviously nothing wrong with it. Therefore, yeah. just shut up, Trumpers. Like, you yeah. lost fair and square. Stop whining. Um, they're, they're not at all. I mean, they, they are going as far as they can to shield their viewers' eyes from any of the allegations. Did you, uh, did you see, uh, you know, Whoopi Goldberg? Oh, I didn't end up seeing it. I, did I you saw see a thumbnail for it, but did I Did you see, see the clip? No. Okay, she's, like, on The View, and she, um, shortly after, I guess, Biden was announced on, on, um, technically pronounced by CNN and all that, that he was the president, she came out and said, you know, now y'all gotta, um, we sucked it up for four years, now y'all gotta suck it up for this election, be, be adults, and like... You Man, spent two and a half years trying to say he was concluding with Russia, and you had not a single ounce of proof. Right. If if you get everybody, like if you if you go through this process, and there's no evidence or not enough evidence to completely flip the vote, the vote, so Biden still wins. Right. Like a lot more people are going to be, um, we call it um, they'll, they'll listen to you. They um, they'll follow the rules. Yeah. Maybe not all of them, depending on how far it goes. But compared to if if, if if half the half the country thinks this was a voter fraud and you cheated your way in, yeah, it's like things you, are going to get a little. You have tense. to assure the people. You have to you have to look and go. Okay, we're trying to be. If as it's done fair and square, yeah, it's like. But the it's like, okay, the party that is actually promoting an honest election, it looks like to me is the Republican Party, and they're getting shut down and censored and flagged in every conceivable way. They're still they're still going to court with each state. They and they're, are. they're slowly and getting through that. I certainly hope that our court system has not been bought yet because I thought Fox couldn't be bought and I was wrong. Yeah, but I'm I can guarantee you. It yeah, it looks like their uh, yeah. their opinion piece writers have not been, but as a news station they've been bought. possible. Well, just look at how they've, they've turned sides. Yeah, they kind of turned, but it's like I didn't really pay attention to Fox anyway. <laughs> so Fox so I, was the only you know. news station, like the TV news station yeah. that, that had any sort of conservative ties. And now they've, they've cut those ties. Yeah, but there's, there's the whole rumor that Trump might start a, his own media, Trump TV or whatever, Trump News. Like his, own, his own news network. See, like that has its dangers too, except for the fact that somebody has to publish this stuff. Yeah. And if the media is not, who's going to do it? The only places I've seen some of these things talked about in actual, you know, honest detail is YouTube, TikTok, ironically, that would be sick. and Twitter. Those are the only places. Twitter, would, you would, no. Um, anything Trump says would probably get taken down. Oh, yeah, it already Unless has. it was like some random So it's like, pool. he's already getting shut down on Twitter. He's already getting shut down on Facebook, and Facebook's the more egregious of the two. Um, YouTube is flagging a lot of the conservative stuff, but they're not outright taking it down yet. Yeah. Um, of course, on on YouTube's end, they're they're also flagging some Democratic. YouTube ones. is sus as hell, though. They are. YouTube took down every fucking conspiracy theory video in the world. <laughs> like, mm, well, they, because they it, certainly because they, they said it was f- like fake. Right. It's like, well, no, that's technically more opinion because there's no proof that it isn't or is. So it's kind of in the air. Right. They took all that shit down. Oh, that's like a year ago or two. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know we talked about that. Didn't like, we? you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, they've been they've been stomping on PragerU for a while. PragerU. Yeah, have you ever Prager University? Okay. It's it's a probably one of the last conservative colleges out there. 
and they have opinion pieces and they have historical fact-checked like snippets that they will put on their YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube they just sort of chop all those off or censor them or, or flag them or yeah. in a lot of cases they'll just block the video outright. You can't watch this or it's not appropriate for children even though it's not anything to do with children at all. Yeah, but they also like were... I don't know. They had they YouTube had his own shit with the whole. You hear about the the pedophile code, no, where like where like um that. like pedophiles were on YouTube and they watch videos, you know. <laughs> so when they would find a video, they would put like timestamps and such <laughs> of certain parts, so that uh, when other pedophiles saw it, they, they would know those are the hot spots. <laughs> and it's like I'm like okay, <laughs> I didn't hear about that. Oh, but, nah, that happened when the whole. Uh, was that the cuties came out? No. <laughs> so is cuties on, on YouTube that? or not YouTube? Is is it still on Netflix? Do you uh, know? They double down on on supporting that, so I bet it is. I mean, I have Netflix, but I need to look and see if it's, it's even like, on there. I want to stay as far away from that as possible. The fact that they're condoning that is is kind of dangerous. Oh, There's a that's lot of just that's stuff. just that's just how it works, though. Um, if you offend even one person, you're the bad guy, and that's kind of how it works. But th- there's got to be they're a saying, lo- line drawn somewhere. But they're using there has the, to be a line. Well, they're using that shit. There's that. There's that TED talk. I don't even know if it still is on TED talks, but it was because I watched it. it a TED talk about um, like pedophiles or like people too. Pedophilia is a like a sexuality. Yeah, there's and I was like, that's talk just shut that. the hell up. That's not a thing. But you can't say that. But. It's slippery slope. It, it's textbook slippery slope where you start on the trail. So this happened, you know, way back when people started challenging traditional marriage. Yeah. And they wanted to break down traditional marriage. So they started doing the promotion of, of you know, lesbianism and being gay. And they said, well, though, this is all we want. You know, this is this is all we want. Uh, is because these people are people and this is real love and, you know, we feel like, you know, our rights are being challenged. And so they fought, 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 fought eventually um, through a very smart strategy where they, they bombarded people with it to the point where they became desensitized with the idea of gay marriage. Yeah. Then it finally got passed where it was a legal right. Except that crowd doesn't, they didn't really want to stop at gay marriage. So then they started pushing something else, you know, like, yeah. you know, the transgender, bisexual, all that kind of stuff. Okay, push, push, push. That goes through. It's like, okay, they're not done there. So conceivably down yeah. the line, it will be pedophilia, where they'll push, yeah. push, push, and that will be legally recognized. And then, okay, well, where does it go from there? Push, push, push. It'll be bestiality. And it'll, it'll, <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Shit, I didn't even I'm, think about that. Mark my words. Oh my gosh, I Mark didn't my words. That. It will come to that one day. I mean, yeah, if they, if they get, they, like, where do you go after bestiality then? Like, after, oh, once you have the people, ability to fuck everything, what's, what else is there? It'll keep getting worse. And There's they'll find else to more fuck. and more <laughs> bizarre things and more evil know. things to get into. I'm, I'm telling you, know, necrophilia. What? It, it it will keep spiraling well, yeah, down. Yeah, but like once you get everything fuckable, there's nothing left to do. They'll find. I'm telling you, they will find something, and it will get. Because actually, at some point, when it really gets down in the dregs, when they can't find anything else, that's usually when the society collapses around them because of the policies they've implemented. You saw that in Rome, but you know this kind of stuff. It's happened, and it's happened many times throughout history. And the fact that people aren't looking and seeing this is what has happened. Yeah. And this is what it leads to, is is testament to the fact that they don't teach history how they uh, how they should because they know where it goes, so they want to blind people. Yeah. Again, that goes back to what Hitler did. 
Um, once he had kind of sort of brainwashed the people, he didn't have their full and total allegiance, but he at least had their support. Uh, he took all the children and he made the Hitler youth. He he educated him so them in the way. Yeah. So he educated like them to be heartless, cold monsters yeah. that had no empathy at all. That would do anything they said so long it was in you know the vein of social yeah. uh, social justice. You could say yeah. he didn't use those exact words, but that is the parallel. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that the liberal party often will call the right Nazis, but they won't look in at their own policies and say communist. To their own ideals. Yeah. The fact that communism is becoming a more and more acceptable thing is scary. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty much destined to repeat history at this point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's true. If you don't study history, you're destined to repeat it. But if, if only a couple people study history, then they're destined to watch other people repeat it while they're constantly being ignored. Yeah, a few people can't really. They don't like historians talking about what, what's going on. Yeah. Well, they're, they're trying to change history, too. Yeah. Well, they, they think they've got some innovative ideas and in how they can make Marxism and socialism work, except everything has been tried before, and that's the grand farce of, of socialism. Yeah. <laughs> that oh well you just didn't do it right but I can do it. People are imperfect. You you yeah. Sure, I bet communism would work in a perfect world where everybody was willing to work tirelessly day in day out. Then everybody could probably be you know better off than they are right now. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. And and here's how it breaks down with communism and why it's such a bad thing is that. In order for it to work, everybody has to work at the same rate and extremely hard. Well, some people aren't willing to do that. Anyways. Yeah, so some people aren't going to work as hard as others. So already you've got the system bogged down a little bit. And when people see the other people going, "Hey, wait a minute, they're you know they're taking the day off and they're you know they're being really lazy in their job," well, yeah. I could probably do that and get the same as everybody else. So you got more and more people just doing inferior work. They're not putting their all into it because yeah. they get the same outcome. And so that starts happening everywhere, and the more people that are lax in their duties, the worse the condition gets for everybody. Yeah. And you're not going to have overnight just the entire society get up and go, I'm going to do my best today. That's not how it works, because they're being you know, absolutely thrashed by their own government if they step out of line or do anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. So the, the country usually nosedives, and you know, look at North Korea. You look oh, yeah. at look at. I've seen this said many times. You look at a, a map of the or a globe at night, and you look at all the pretty lights in South Korea and all the countries around North Korea, and North Korea is a black pit because they've run themselves into the ground so hard, so heavy. They don't have any industry at all. Yeah, many of the people are starving and and just, you know dying in the streets. Well, of course, you know, the state-run media won't tell you that. No, I can't do that. Propaganda machine is all uh, <laughs> in full force. Yeah, not, that's, I don't know. You thinking? So I know this is one thing, but like, so I know Biden said, you know, if you become president, he wants to make the whole like, um, it's like children can uh, go through the sexual um, surgery, transgenderism. Terrible idea. Any anybody yeah. that knows that. Knows it's a terrible. Idea. I don't even know what his age limit is. I don't even know if he has an age limit. Age limit. 
from what I know, it was like if eight years is, old. It'll be broken down. I think it was like eight years old was the youngest, but I could be wrong. But because I, I think the end goal of that, and again, slippery slope. Once you start, you know, drawing lines, you know, those lines are going to be brushed aside. Yeah. I and think end result is you're going to have parents that's, you know, they have a baby boy and they say, well, I wanted a girl, so let's have it, you know, give yeah. it a sex change. And it's not the parents' choice to choose what your kid does. Right, but they'll they, they'll they say that you know because yeah, they've yeah, already know, got the the abortion thing through, so they they can already prove that the baby has no worth. Yeah, we can kill it if we want to, so we can change its sex if we want to. Yeah, it's like it's again it's abhorrent. <laughs> yeah, for a country that's based that's on individual liberty, we certainly have strayed away from it. So, <laughs> and you know it, it it doesn't it doesn't help anything to shout into a mic on a podcast. But yeah. I don't know what you can do, especially as an individual. Right now, when our system of voting is being challenged to the point of we don't know whether or not it, it works, that that was our most sacred yeah. ability to to guide our country. And if they screwed up the voting system, the people have no voice. Yeah. So the government takes over at that point. And then you have a full-on people versus the government. Right. <laughs> at least with some of them. And um, that was the reason for the Second Amendment, because when the people's voice gets stopped, then something has to be done. Yeah. That's what I'm... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the Founding Fathers up. would have revolted a hundred times by now. You think so? Just purely on the basis of taxes. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. The federal government has grown far, far beyond the consent of the governed. Yeah. And nobody's challenging them because they are too big. Yeah, fuck it. One day, maybe that'll boil over. Really. Let's, be, let's be the podcast. <laughs> See, I'm not going to, because once again, I'm not going to be the instigator. We don't have to start a fight. But it's if, just if they start a fight, we have the right to self-defense. There's a yeah. difference. If if the oppression becomes so great that uh, that we have to defend ourselves, I will be the first person to stand up and fight. But until then, we have to, to hope in the system that was set up and, and hope that it'll survive for a little while longer. Dude, I'm wondering what's going to happen, though, when like um, laws and rules start getting implemented and you decide not to fall you know you're just gonna get thrown to jail yeah. or we may i don't know you could push the, the death penalty on somebody it probably could when they it's own like, the fuck. courts when they own the system and the media they could do whatever they want yeah it's like i don't think they fully shit. own the courts yet but some of them they do yeah and, and like most states don't even want the death penalty what I know. A lot of them don't, but uh, if you look and see the the violence in the streets, they you could death. have the mob shout yeah. death to you. That's what they did to Jesus, you know. Yeah. Amen. It's we're we're rapidly approaching a time when that could be. You know, if they stack the courts in the uh, the Supreme Court, you know, they can change any law, any uh, any precedent that was there. I could just change it. So saying, you know, anybody yeah. can die. Any, anybody can be killed. You know, by the police right then and there, or the military, and they don't have to be justified. They, they could do have police. <laughs> yeah, at that point, they'd probably have gotten rid of the police. But you know, some it's, special. It's the force. thought that counts. Yeah, well, gunned down force. people in the streets, and it doesn't matter. That's what they do in China. Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> and if you look and see, go back, review the the records, see what Biden has said about China. Is he? Uh, does, does he hate China? Does he he stand up against what they're saying? No. He's buddies with them. He's yeah. defended China more times than any potential president yeah. I've known. Yeah, like like LeBron James, who didn't speak up on China. <laughs> but 
Yeah, we're just we're fucked. It's <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just strange that people won't look for themselves and look and see what China has done. Um, Dude, the oppression of Taiwan. Taiwan is our ally, right? And it we recognize them as a separate sovereign nation. Um, but China asserts sovereignty over them. And they they constantly assert the fact that Taiwan should not have a standing military or they should not have borders because China wants Taiwan. China, Taiwan is technically a democracy and their economy is worlds better than China's. So China wants a part of that and they also want the bay that is just south of Taiwan. Um, but they are a sovereign nation according to the United States and they're our ally and so under our allyship we're supposed to defend them and provide them with arms and munitions should they be attacked yeah but i can guarantee if biden gets in there he's just going to look the other way as taiwan gets absolutely trampled well, that's what happened though like when obama was in he he let tons of soldiers die yeah they just got trapped in locations and never he, sent he's very weak on military yeah i can bet you that most of the military votes did go towards trump probably did i mean he, he I was listening to one, and they were they were talking about how Trump actually provided more ammunition and such than when Obama was in. Yeah, so. Obama really cut the military. He, he, yeah, we were very weak under Obama, and I'm glad we didn't have a major conflict. Yeah, I mean there were ongoing conflicts, but they were not being fought to be won. They were just sort of spotlight. That's conflicts. what I'm thinking though. Like if Obama gets in, and he or not, <laughs> if uh, Biden gets in. <laughs> And he does similar to what Obama does, and, and he weakens our military. At least the people, like the American people, actually kind of stand a better fighting chance than if they're than if the like if the military That's military true. comes That's after true. you compared to if they're fully locked and loaded. Yes and no, because they could then go to those Black Lives Matter and, and Antifa crowd, and they could arm them and give them the blessings of go and that do whatever you want. Change anything. Well, I actually, actually, I think that would be. I mean, I, I do agree that probably, that might happen, but I think I they think would actually could. be easier to fight. Maybe they don't have because the military, you're you're, you know, you have tactics. You're pushed to your limits in the yeah. military. You know how to survive in the wild. But it's you, you have know, these people who it's it's you know, a matter of tactics versus numbers, though. If you have the most people and you get there first, it doesn't matter if they're trained or not. They're going to beat you. I don't know. They get the higher ground, or they they surround you. The chances of you winning are slim. Yeah, it's going to be like an Alamo situation then. Right. So it's like it. I agree with the sentiment because I think yeah, one on one they'd be easier to take out, and certainly in small groups. But if you have the numbers where they just plow through an area, it's like you got a, a you know if every person on the block had a gun and they were you know red blooded patriots. The chances of them taking out enough people to stop that mob from wiping down their streets pretty slim. Yeah. So you'd have to have an organized coalition against them. And then who's going to do that? Let's say the media is on board with this and they just shut down all the phones and all the, uh, and you have all to the have social media. Locations and yeah, such. so you'd have to have meeting locations, but they're providing the other side with communications so they can get there if they, they you know, say they, they've got helicopters and stuff in the yeah. air. They, they can see that's like a full-on apocalypse type stuff. But then I'm I'm telling you, yeah. it certainly sounds uh, conspiratorial, but that is the where these things go down. Yeah, it's like if it gets to that point, they could definitely do it, and there would be nothing to stop them. And there's no infrastructure to stop them, especially in the modern age. Yeah, at least in yeah. the old days, if you wanted to gather people, you could send a runner or a guy on horseback and gather all the people you knew were that's loyal. That's what we'll be doing next year. Yes, go get the horses. <laughs> 
Shout I don't think, <laughs> and you know, with the advent of communication, like used to be, you had to know your neighbors, and then you really didn't know anybody outside of your town or outside of your state, really. But now, with the advent of communication, you could talk to people all over the place. Yeah, uh, you know, some of your best friends you might not live down the street. We're, we're unusual in that, and we yeah. live so close. But you know. You might have a whole group of people that are prepared to, you know, drop everything and fight at a moment's notice, but when they cut communication, it's like you can't go ring them up and say, "Hey, let's meet over." That's when you kind of, yeah, you got to be more so you got to either hop in your car when the gas is seven dollars a gallon. You got to go try and get them all. Seven dollars a gallon. Oh my god, (laughs) this is far future. I'm talking about, but it it might not be so far. I won't even be able to have a car if it's seven dollars a gallon. I I don't think many people could ride a bike. They don't want you to have cars. <laughs> you know, I'm talking they. I'm, I'm talking usually liberals. They they like that urban environment. I'm not necessarily talking liberals. You know, apocalyptic policies right now. I'm talking they're trying to push cars out the window due to the environmental impact and that kind of stuff. But I need to get some wheelies. That's why I need go. gas-powered wheelies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty good. Um, yeah. That's about it. Not to talk doom and gloom. That's <laughs> but I like talking about that. That's fun. Let's it's, talk about death more often. That's right. Do, when do, will let we me. die? Let's bet. <laughs> uh, well, let's make a bet. Tomorrow. Who dies first? Tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. One day we'll be doing the podcast. I think I'll die first. I'm, I'm going to die at 70. I know that already. Yeah, but I would die way before you then. I'm not making it to 70. Yeah, sure you are. I'm not even making it to 50 at this point. I I severely doubt I give myself another 15 years. <laughs> I give myself 15 minutes. <laughs> the big one's coming. <laughs> one day we're one day when we're old we're going to be doing an episode of the podcast and then <laughs> the Melissa is just going to bust through the door and shoot us both down. <laughs> we'll go out like champs. Like, Here we are from our hidden bunker in the woods. <laughs> they found us. <laughs> like, Open up. <laughs> it's it's Domino's. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. When did Domino's get a battering ram? <laughs> well, every Domino's has one of those that's now. That's right, that's right. It's a friendly neighborhood battering ram. Yeah, that's what they use to knock down your door so they can hand you your pizza. Hot and fresh. <laughs> uh, that's fun. I like talking about yeah, hypothetical stuff that probably will and most definitely possibly would happen, if so. Like, I'm, I'm glad it's not breathing down our necks, but I guarantee you some of that, maybe not all, but some of that will come to pass. If the yeah. country continues as it is. Sounds, hey, man, I'm outrageous. already, this is fine by me. I'm already in the boat of having very few um, friends. Mm-hmm. So it don't matter yeah, to like me. Standing up for what Fuck you it. believe is all right. I like it. It's yeah. fun. So, yeah, we should uh, call it quits. Probably should before we, so, we depress everybody that listens. Yeah, let's depress you all. That's right. <laughs> uh, we hope you come back hey, for well, next episode. If not, you don't. I mean, it is what it is, but... um. Sounds like it's, I don't know what that is. Oh, that's it's a car. A car. <laughs> I was like, there can't be thunder. It's not yeah. raining. Not uh, not even supposed to be raining or thundering. Yeah, no, it's not supposed to rain for a while. That's sus. Anyways, any last words for us, David? Boing. Boing. Yeah. That's um. That's classic. That's about <laughs> it. Um. Thanks for the ginger beer. Sure, sure. How did you like it? It's okay. It's, it's like not the best thing. I in probably the won't drink it, but it's okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's something interesting to try. Yeah, so, very interesting. Made with real kangaroos. Yeah, ground up and stuffed in a bottle. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, um, 
We'll catch you all next time. Yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Peace. See ya.